Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to nine, and 26-year veteran homeschooling mom. I am also the author of The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life. I would encourage you to check that out at any of your favorite booksellers, Amazon, or at my website, DorendaWilson.com. You're going to be totally encouraged. So, Another little message that I want to give to all of you. I try to answer all of the messages that you all send me in various places. <laughs> Email, um, Instagram, uh, gosh, Facebook Messenger. They come from all directions. And I really try to answer all of them. But sometimes that just doesn't happen. So uh, please be, don't, don't be offended if I don't answer you. Um, and I won't be offended if you send another message to remind me. <laughs> we'll just make that deal. Uh, many of the questions that I'm asked are on topics that I've actually already talked about on the podcast. So I would encourage you to use the handy dandy search engine that my son added to the website. So if you go to the podcast page, it's got the list of episodes. Um, You have to go direct to the podcast page. There's the homepage and then you can click on more under podcasts. And then when you're on the podcast page at the very top of the list of episodes, there's a search bar and you just put in keywords and you can have all kinds of... um, episodes come up on things that you're needing to hear about. And we've got, we've already passed 300 episodes. So there should be something on there that is going to be a blessing to you. So please go and use that. Um, And if you can't find what you're looking for, then go ahead and message me and maybe it's a podcast I need to do. So um, I'm totally open to that. Also, some of you have reached out and asked to join the Simply Unhurried community, which is a new platform that my family and I are launching soon, but I need to clarify that it is not up and running as of yet. So today is March 30th, 2022. It's not up yet. We are hoping to have it ready by the end of April. So hang in there. I will keep you posted. I will also be blasting it all over Instagram and to my email subscribers. So either you can follow me on Instagram or you can subscribe to my email list or both. And just go to DorendaWilson.com to subscribe to the email list. And if you're wondering um, what this community is all about, um, I am super excited about it. I told you all before that I felt like spread across too many platforms. I didn't feel like I could do the more intentional mentoring that I like to do. And so this community is going to offer just that. Uh, There's going to be practical, interactive mentoring from me and also from a team of veteran homeschooling moms who are going to be joining me to help um, answer questions because I don't have the answers for everything. I, you know, I can only answer some questions and everybody has different experiences. And so we've got this great team of moms who are going to be there um, to also answer questions as well. Uh, We're going to have a community chat, which is kind of like Facebook used to be fun you know, and no ads or none of that stuff. And so we'll have all these these chats going on and we'll be able to, you'll be able to ask questions. I'll be interacting there a ton. Um, you'll be interacting with other moms as well. Um, we, you can be focusing on topics that you're really interested in. Maybe you want to learn more about uh, homeschooling a kid that has ADHD or a, a child with dyslexia. So we're going to be able to have those sp- specific topic chat conversations. So that's going to be great. A live monthly Q&A with me plus replays. So all the ones that we've done before, 
will be posted, so you can go back and watch the other ones if you want to. Weekly prayer, every Monday, I will be praying over you and your families and your homeschooling. Date nights, my husband's going to join me, and we are going to... ask you to grab your spouse and join us for a live Zoom meeting and just answer questions like, how do you raise a family of 10 on one income? And, you know, what does this look like to budget? How do you, how do you, you know, how do you walk out this homeschooling journey? And how do you slow down and simplify when this, this, and this are going on? It's a chance for the husbands to get some encouragement. And that's what we really need because they don't, there's not a lot available to them. And so my husband has walked the walk and, um, And he is happy to um, bring that encouragement. And we want to bring encouragement to your marriages as well. I'm going to have a corner uh, that will be a read aloud with Nana. So I'll be reading books out loud to your kids. So maybe if you want to go take a shower alone, you can leave them with me for a few minutes. (laughs) It's not everybody has a Nana or grandma around to do that. So I'm trying to fill that role if I can um, and if it's needed. And then there will also be monthly articles. So the rest of my family is going to be contributing content as well. So it's it's just going to be a great, uh, a great platform, I think, that you'll want to be involved in. Um, but I've spent the last several years creating great content through my podcast, live videos, blog, and now you'll be able to find it all organized by topic in one place, along with ongoing new content, mentoring, interactive events, and close community with other moms. Isn't that what we really need? So I'm, I'm actually just super excited to uh, be able to mentor in a much more personal way. And I'm already praying over all of you who are going to be joining. So today's topic is what about apprenticeships? Now, I've mentioned often that I believe college is, in many instances, a waste of time and money. I've just, I've been honest about that, and I have felt that way for years. I don't want to take the time to explain all the reasons why, because I could really get on a soapbox with this, and that's not what our focus is today. Um, but I, but just a couple of reasons that I believe this is because one, it's expensive. And I have seen countless newly married couples and young families bearing the financial bird burden of student debt for many years after they graduate. It affects their marriages. It affects their family lives. And it, it, because it puts unnecessary and unhealthy pressure on them. And I, I just don't think that's something that the Lord has um, for us. And I don't think it's necessary. The second thing is that nearly 40% of college graduates are not currently working in the field in which they have a degree. That says, that's, that's almost a half failure right there. Uh, th- that's not a great statistic. I'm sorry, I'm not impressed. And so uh, those are just two very, two of many reasons why um, I feel this way. But fortunately, people are beginning to recognize this and brand new options are becoming available to our kids. Um, Trade school is one option, but before college existed, apprenticeship was the way that many young people acquired the skills for their careers. And Apprenticeship University is offering just such an option. So here's a quote from their website. When we launched eight years ago, we tore apart the traditional post-secondary education model by bringing forward the time-tested model of apprenticeships. But make no mistake, we are not a typical trade school. Rather, we plan, arrange, and manage apprenticeships in the most high-demand fields of the future, offering professional certificates in marketing, IT administration, cybersecurity, digital storytelling, entrepreneurship, project management, professional sales, web design, and UX, and innovation. 
Our apprentices are working with cutting-edge technology in the job lands- landscape of the future, such as data analytics, business intelligence, automation, IoT, AI, and digital marketing, just to name a few. So the founder of Apprentice University is here with us to explore this exciting option. And I want to introduce her by um, just telling you a little bit about her because we'd like to know who are these people who are talking to us, right? We like that personal connection. So um, Angie Uh, as a stay-at-home mom, was involved for many years in leadership in Mops International. She's a homeschool mom who taught numerous classes in homeschool co-ops, founded and led a homeschool speech and debate club for five years, taught for several years for a popular online academy, and was in leadership and taught many classes for a classical Christian homeschool tutelage program. Angie has taught students at elementary, high school, collegiate, and advanced adult levels. She designs, implements, and manages all the academic programming as part of her role at Apprentice University. She and her husband, Gary, live near Brownsburg, Indiana. They love exploring, traveling, and enjoying God's creation in their RV. They have four daughters, two sons-in-law, and recently celebrated the birth of their first grandson. Congratulations, Angie. Thank you. <laughs> I am so happy that you're here with us today. Thank you for taking time with us. Thank you for having me, Dorinda. I'm so excited. May I make one uh, change in what you said is that I am, yes, not, I am not actually the founder of Apprentice University. Okay. That is Ron Brumbarger. He is the founder okay. and president. He is the brilliant uh, genius mind behind the model of Apprentice University. And so okay. uh, I can tell you more about how I got involved with it. And But I've been on yes. for over six years. So I'll just start That's with that. That's great. <laughs> well, I would say you're a large part of this organization for sure, um, which is wonderful. <laughs> and we're so glad that you're here to share with us. But I'd love, you, uh, love for you to give us a little bit of background and tell us why you, why, um, why you decided to become involved in Apprentice University. Is this something that you were, were you involved at the beginning, or did you? How did that all work for you? Okay, so if I can give you just a tad bit of background, I am I am passionate about God honoring education, especially as it regards to homeschooling and non traditional forms of education. Uh, as you said, I've had four daughters who've been homeschooled all the way through, which means I've personally been homeschooling not quite as long as you, but for over twenty years. Um, back when I was getting my undergrad degree in education, I already knew that there was something amiss over thirty five years ago in the educational mm-hmm. system, and, uh, and I was deeply studying programs like the Montessori model even back then. And when I was working on master's in human development counseling, there was a deep focus on multiculturalism and some other things, which was laying the foundation uh, for what was soon to come and play out in our universities. Uh, those degrees, by the way, uh, have absolutely zero bearing on what I do currently and only substantiated <laughs> <laughs> my con- convictions about the education system and how, how horrible mm-hmm. it is. But uh, as you mentioned, I-, I have a vast experience in many different types of homeschooling organizations. My own girls have been in co-ops. They've been in tutelage programs. They are homeschool choir band dance. We've done online courses, have gone through entire collegiate, online collegiate dual credit programs while in high school. I have two daughters who are Apprentice University graduates, and my youngest is in the high school jumpstart program currently. I also have a son-in-law who is a Apprentice University graduate, so I'm fairly well-versed in all things innovative education from several different vantage points. And uh, as you might imagine, I am a staunch supporter of parental rights and feel strongly that it's our call as parents to train up our children the way they should go. Uh, The government 
should have no place in supplanting our responsibility in any form of education. And I believe that includes the post-secondary level. And so I had uh, the privilege about seven years ago of, of doing a really deep dive into learning the inner workings of Apprentice University, the apprenticeship model for post-secondary education that Ron Bromberger had crafted, genius model, fell in love with it. And so when he ended up asking me to come on board, I was absolutely sold on it, said yes. I've been on board for over uh, six years now. Throughout that time, I've worked directly with every student and all of the parents. I've designed and delivered a myriad of programs and courses. I assist with all the apprenticeship and corporate uh, partner management. And uh, we're always looking to grow, get better, iterate, and do the next innovative thing in education. Mm. So... Uh, love that. I know my son was in, um, he went to college for, he went to a university for computer programming. And that's what, that's what he does. He's a, he's a programmer. But the one thing that he pointed out was that, you know, typically universities, colleges, they're so far behind because technology works. It changes every day. And so, you know, he got a lot of good basics. He, you know, it was a good experience for him. Uh, none of our other kids have chosen to go to college and they're all successful at what they do. But he, another comment that he made was that he was going to college with not a lot of kids his own age. A lot of these people were people who already had a degree in something else and they either hated what they did or, and they were going back or they just, they weren't making enough money. They couldn't find a job in it. So they were going back again for another degree. And what a waste of time. So by the time, you know, you've done all this, you're, you know, 30, you know, maybe in your thirties and you're just finally launching your career. Mm -hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. And so, yeah. So, um, tell me is, is apprentice university, is it a, is it a trade school? Cause it sounds like it's not, it is not a trade school. Uh, we do nothing with the skilled trades. We love the skilled trades. Think it's a great opportunity for our, our young people. Uh, but we just, that's not our experience, Ron and I. Uh, we have been asked many, many, many times over the years if we would get involved with the trades. And up, up to this point, we just, our focus has been on uh, the other types of, of careers that we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what the future holds, but, but at this point in time, those- it's not. Um, yeah, well, I'm looking at the list of things and I'm yes. like, these are fields that desperately need more people. Yes. So I, I can see why you're just focused on that. Trade schools already exist. Mm-hmm. They're already they do. yes. doing, doing the trade thing. Um, but, and, and I'm sure it, it would probably look different if you guys did it maybe. Um, but, but I love that the focus is on so many things that are so employable. These, all of these that you listed here, I just, I know because our son is in that tech, technology field. Mm-hmm. The, the guy is like, a hot commodity. And it's not because he has a degree, but it's because he's a hard worker. He's a problem solver. And you know where he learned that stuff? He he learned that stuff (laughs) building forts in the backyard and, you know, doing the things that kids should be doing while they're growing up and given that all that time. And so, um, 
you know, so he's just, he's working for Amazon right now. And he's just, they, they want to promote him, but they have a deal that you can't promote before a year is up. Wow. So, you know, they've got these rules and the guy's like, I would give him a raise. I would give him a promotion, but I can't right now. Yeah. So anyway, so they love him. And, and, and that's what the thing he's like, he's looking around and he's like, people just, these people don't know how to work. No. They don't know how to stay focused. No. They don't know how to finish their tasks. I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible. Sad, sad and it, state of really, affairs. Yeah, yeah. And so I, um, f- just from what I've seen so far at Apprentice University, that that is something you really, you really uh, focus on and and uh, and address. So, but let's first talk about what types of careers can someone pursue with Apprentice University education. Sure. So I would say first that we need to shift our mindset a bit. And it's about our young people and the generations that, that are coming up and what they're actually experiencing and going into. And their world is right. very, very different than anything we have, have ever experienced before. It is a VUCA world. If you're familiar with that term, VUCA, it's volatile, it's uncertain, it's chaotic, and it's ambiguous. Mm. And things are changing at a radical pace. Uh, we're seeing immense changes weekly almost at this point in time. Mm -hmm. And so the idea, we have always said the idea of someone preparing for a job or a Mm -hmm. specific role or position, that went by the wayside years ago. Uh, We are now even past that. And to say Mm -hmm. that you are preparing for a specific even field at this point in time is a little more difficult for our, our younger generations because quite honestly, Many career fields that are looming around the corner, they haven't even been named yet. Some of them are mm. just coming about. Uh, there are those that are going to be coming at us at a much quicker pace that we can't, we don't even know about at this point in time. What we do know is we need students who are well-rounded, who are highly skilled in a variety of skill sets and fields that mm-hmm. are adaptable flexible, resourceful, know how to learn, know how to apply that knowledge in Mm -hmm. what is a volatile, uncertain, chaotic, and ambiguous world globally is what they're entering. And so Mm -hmm. we are preparing students to become extraordinarily, intentionally exceptional individuals to do whatever it is God has in store for them. And they'll be prepared for whatever that is because they haven't prepared for a specific position in today's Mm, world. mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Jobs are coming about at a crazy rate, new jobs with new skills needed. They are, jobs are going by the wayside uh, that have existed for a time. So it is a very different world. And I believe for parents like us, that can be sometimes overwhelming Mm -hmm. and scary when you think the status quo and what we were supposed to do and raise our kids to do is not happening anymore. Uh, college is not what it was 35 years ago. It, it, it is not what it was 10 years ago. It's, don't get me on my soapbox. I told you. I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm right there with it's you. It's a bad place. It's a bad, it's a bad circumstance. Mm-hmm. We do not believe in debt like you, uh, Apprentice mm-hmm. University. Our students do not take on any debt. Uh, We Mm. do not believe that that is the model that we should strap our young adults to in any way, Mm -hmm. shape, or form. So not only Mm -hmm. are we looking at preparing students 
for this VUCA world with skills rather than just made up, uh, orchestrated academic grades because they've memorized materials, regurgitated onto a test to get some sort of a grade that is absolutely meaningless out in the real world. I'm sure your son Mm -hmm. would have tales to tell about Mm -hmm. such, right? That is just, that's not true learning. It's not at all knowledge and learning and doing something with that knowledge. And that is what we need in our world is people who know how to learn, are capable of learning, and then can apply that knowledge in the in real world scenarios. Okay, so um, this is a question that is not on the list. Absolutely. But I'm pretty sure you can answer it. So you're speaking to the mom right now who's in the middle of homeschooling her kids. Maybe they're young, maybe they're junior high, maybe they're high school. And she's scratching her head and going, how do I teach them these things? And I have my own contribution to that answer, but I'd love to hear yours first. Absolutely. Well, first I would say, pray. (laughs) One, Mm -hmm. to realize that God placed him in your care because Mm -hmm. you can instruct them, that we are called to instruct them. You don't need someone else to step in and do that. I'm really a strong proponent of that. Uh, And I would say, worry less and enjoy more. Now, Dorinda, I'm sure yes. you and I are shaking our heads, right? We're yes. on the other side of it. And you think back right. and say, <laughs> some things that you thought were a big deal really weren't that big of a deal. I would say someone who has very young kids, kids in middle school age, do not worry about their future career. That Mm-mm. Just do not Worry about that. Love them. Read to them. Get them reading and writing. Uh, let them experiences experience God's God's creation in ways that science becomes real and alive to them, and and just enjoy that process. There is nothing that I can think of at at those young young ages that is going to determine whether or not they have a great career. Um, Right. Although in schools, they will be told differently, right? But at homeschool, right. I would say you have a unique opportunity to ignore all of that, those what I believe are lies coming at us all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy mm-hmm. that. As they get into those older ages, they get up to 13 and 14. I can tell you one of the biggest keys to successful engagement at a, at a young adult in a young, young, young excuse me, a young adult's life is time management. Uh, It is a key skill. And I think that we could do much more in the areas with our students in really helping them learn that time management, how to Mm -hmm. manage all of their life, whether, you know, you start with the chores, you add in the the schoolwork, uh, add from there if they have a part-time job, that's great. And, and we as, you know, a lot of times as moms, we want to manage it for them. But I will tell you on my end, I see what we have coming into Apprentice University across the board. And it's, they, the apprentices will tell you, time management is absolutely key to success as a young person. Mm-hmm. That is one of the mm-hmm. biggest keys, I would say. Right, right. And that means shouldering them with responsibilities that are age appropriate. Because again, we're talking about a variety of ages. But like you mentioned, it starts at that early age. I am a big, um, and I talk about this a lot 
in my books and on the podcast that in those early years, academics should not be the main focus. Mm -hmm. Character training. And what I mean by that is give them some chores, things they have to do every single day, things that you inspect. Because I always say, don't expect what you're not willing to inspect. (laughs) Because what's going to happen is you're going to find out some other time that isn't convenient that they didn't do their job. And so I left margin in my morning to spend 15 minutes inspecting everybody's work. And again, there's, you know, there's the not just criticizing, but it's praising with a little bit of criticism and more praise. So what you're doing is you are encouraging them to have a strong work ethic. And you're, and, and, you know, I've, I've talked about this before you, you say, okay, here's the bedroom. Um, you, you told me you're, you're done. You know, they've made their bed. They say they're done. They're ready for Mm -hmm. inspection. And yet you see things. But so many times at those ages, these young, young, younger ages, they really don't see it. They don't no, see it. No, you're right. Um, my kids right. used to think that if the middle of the floor was clear, that the room was clean, mm-hmm. even if everything was shoved out <laughs> to the edges. Yes. So we had to, I had to say, hmm, okay, that looks good. That looks good. Now, what else in here needs to be changed? Instead of telling them, I would ask them to train their eyes to see what else needed to be done. And so it's just, it's that a thousand times over, over and over and over again throughout all their chores and all their schoolwork and things like that. And just um, understanding that they are learning from real life. Yes, That is where so much learning is happening. And we don't give that enough credit and we don't pay enough attention sometimes to living real life alongside of our kids. We're maintaining our home, we're maintaining our cars, we're maintaining our yard. Our children should be involved in that. I absolutely um, agree. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but, but honestly, no. I, I truly, truly agree with you 100%. And when we have students who come into Apprentice University post high school, They've, they've never had an outside job. Many of them have never even had real chores around the house. And, mm. and, and you see what that is to a, a young person when they don't mm-hmm. have responsibility. They've never, mm-hmm. they've never found the success of what, what it means to be successful in something that you've actually done. And so I could not agree more. And starting yeah. out those younger younger ages exactly uh, I, and you, you asking questions that we would tell you that in apprentice university uh, anyone who works with me would tell you that that's how we teach is through questions right, <laughs> we do not right. spoon feed answers we don't we don't tell you what to do and what to think it's find it out ask the next right. question in the next question and you learn by me asking you well what could you have done differently Right, right, right. How might you have have done this in a way that would have produced a different outcome? Right, right. And things like when they come to you and they say, you ask if their chores are done, they're like, well, no, they aren't. And they make some excuse for it. My my line was always, I don't want excuses. I just want results. (laughs) And, (laughs) And I would say, well, you know, okay, well, Okay, now you've just brought me a problem. So now you're not a problem solver, you're a problem maker. You've added to the problem. Now the chore isn't done and you've brought me a problem. Mm-hmm. I want you to solve this problem. How could you have overcome that obstacle and gotten your chore done anyway? And I'd make them go do it. And if it meant that cut into their free time, then it cut into their free time. You know, that was that was kind of the consequence mm-hmm. for for that kind of thing. So um, so yes, all those that everyday thing, those everyday things, those little things, your kids are learning. 
that whole time. And then when you're not overloading them with all the information and the bookwork and that kind of thing and making that such a big deal, um, you are actually um, encouraging a love of learning. I, I feel like kids are born wanting to learn. Our job is not to burn them out. I agree. I agree. And so we're students of our kids and we're watching and, and pay attention because it's amazing when you watch when a, when a kid is taking out the garbage. You watch them go through that whole process. You can really start to recognize, oh, I see how he's thinking and I see what he's doing and, and you can see what they're learning from that. And once you start doing that, it's a whole new world of, wow, there's learning happening all the time. Absolutely. So, all right. So how long does it take to graduate from the Apprentice University From Apprentice program? University, we say approximately two and a half years. And, okay. and there's a key to that and why we say that is that our, our program, like every other th- aspect of our program, is completely not like what we call legacy traditional college in that you are an individual when you enter into Apprentice University and you remain an individual. You're not a number. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. your pathway looks different than every other person's pathway. We don't bring people in in huge, huge cohorts or our classes in years. We bring them in small cohorts throughout the, the year. Everybody has their own individualized pathway that they're on. And it's about two and a half years because the next thing that you'll, you'll look at is you'll see what does that entail? Well, it, we say it's about five to six apprenticeships, which we can get into apprenticeships later. But right. five to six apprenticeships, our apprenticeships last about five to six months, okay? And if you take that five to six, five to six months, you're looking at about 30 months, correct? And so that's why we say it's about two and a half years. And most of our graduates, it was, it was about anywhere from, you know, 26 months, 32, 30 months, 32. It, it's all individualized. Some end up doing another apprenticeship or a little bit longer of an apprenticeship. Some are a little bit shorter. But in, in typical fashion, it's about two and a half years. That's about how long it takes to really uh, build the resume that you need to have, right. have the experiences right. that you need to have and be ready right. to launch out in whatever endeavor it is that you're going to do. Right. Okay. And the difference between an apprenticeship and an internship? Internships, uh, historically, are very short engagements. Uh, every now and again, you can find something that might even last a semester long, but typically they're a shorter two, three-month situation. They're oftentimes not structured at all. Uh, interns sometimes get just to make coffee or clean out a closet, things like that. It's not for a specific purpose. Whereas apprenticeships, we design and manage every apprenticeship. They are, they're designed for a purpose. They are roles in real companies. You are doing real work in a real company in a real role. And so they are planned. And when five or six months, you're actually engaging in the work of the company. Depending right. on what level of apprentice you are, um, you, you may be responsible for other people. You may be running projects. Uh, we have corporate partners who plan their next year's budget around our apprentices. That's how integrated they are into corporate partners. Mm. So that's a, that's a big difference. Yeah, that really is. So how many apprenticeships 
uh, do students have? I think you kind of covered typically, that It's already. about five or six typically. Some five or six. Some decide okay. to stay on and do another one. Uh, most do at, at minimum five. Most do okay. six. All right. And what kind of apprenticeships have mm-hmm. students held? We have, we have a, one, a, a document online that literally you can't open up anymore because it's so huge. And we can't print it out any longer because the book is so large. So we're trying to figure out how do we get this information to people. Uh, we have had apprenticeships in all areas that you might think. Let me tell you what we don't have apprenticeships in. Sometimes that is okay. easier. Right. Is that right. we do not do anything in healthcare. Okay. okay? Um, if you are don't wanting, blame you for that. You know, if, <laughs> don't get me started on that either. But I know, right? Uh, if you're if you're wanting to be a nurse, it's not that you can't come to Apprentice University. You can get highly skilled and be able to pay your way through nursing school if that's what you want. But we are not engaged in healthcare at all. Um, okay. Other parents have said they've done. I think they've done a really good job about saying, if you need a government licensure to engage in something. You're not going to get that through Apprentice University. That, again, it doesn't mean you, don't, you can't come here and, and go out and, and have a job and be very successful right. and then determine right. that, okay, now I want to go to law school. Well, fine, that's great. Uh, but, but we don't engage in those kinds of career paths. Right. Anything in what is it's becoming harder to describe it now. And it used mm-hmm. to be, you know, white collar, it used to be professional. And, and none of those, right. you know, trades are professional. It's, everything's professional now. And, and <sighs> so how do you describe? Um, we have students who are working, like what you said, in, in all areas of technology. And when I say technology, it, that no longer means programming. In right. fact, <laughs> very little might mean programming. It means every realm of nearly every career type engages in technology, yes. even healthcare, yes. right? Our, mm-hmm. our, our, our generations below us and the ones coming up literally will not be able to do anything that is not based in technology. It just no longer right. exists. And mm-hmm. so we are training them in those, in those areas. So all of our apprenticeships, our students are out, whether they're doing Power BI, which is in data analytics, and, uh, or they're doing marketing, or they're doing digital storytelling, or they're in professional sales, you know, they're engaging with people and they are utilizing software programs. Mm-hmm. They're utilizing hardware, the technological hardware that everyone has to use nowadays in right. those careers. Right. Uh, if right. you want to that be, makes perfect sense. Yeah. If you want to be any kind of marketing, digital storytelling and marketing, right? It that is a huge open field. It just gets bigger and bigger as, as we as you well know, Dorinda, because you're you're doing yes. all kinds of things that did not exist years ago. You if someone would have told you you would have been on Instagram you no. would have said there's no, I, I have no idea what, right? Um, if someone would have said you'd, we'd be making money, that careers would be based on podcasts. Even right. five years ago, people were right. saying to me, could my son really become a podcaster as a career? Right, right. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you know what? There's something, as you all well know, there's something coming around the corner that, that we don't know yet. Um, right. And you know, this is the thing. When our kids were young, I recognized immediately, Lord, I have no idea. 
mm-hmm. what the job landscape's going to look like then, what my kids are going to be passionate about when they get there. Because sure. what they're passionate about as a child doesn't always translate into something else. Although I, I want to clarify that all of their hobbies and interests and all that do not have to lead to a career. Mm-hmm. When they are working those hobbies and those interests till they've, the interest has died, they are learning. Yes. And these are all the things that feed into what we were talking about earlier and make that that child just multifaceted. Yes. It's not about, oh gosh, we have to train you in all these different kinds of skills. No, it's about letting them pursue those interests, giving them resources if they need it. Honestly, my, our resources were limited with our kids yeah. because we were on a limited budget. Yes. And you know what? Our kids are so creative and so resourceful because they didn't grow up with a bunch of money and us saying, oh, here, just go buy that. You know, yes. we, didn't, we didn't do that. <laughs> Go outside and there's some rocks and sticks and leaves and branches. And oh, here's an old tarp (laughs) over here. Whatever you can find. They created civilizations out there. But it's that kind of thing where they learned about social constructs and everybody having a job. Like it was their own little world. And there were eight of them. So it worked out well. Everybody had their own little jobs. And Mm -hmm. they walked away with so much learning from that. And I had nothing to do with it. It was just two hours outside every day. Go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, I'm going to wrap up this episode and we're going to do one more episode and we're going to be asking questions like, are apprenticeships paid? What do the classes look like? What does the workload look like? Um, a, A whole bunch more questions that I'm sure might be rolling through your heads. And so join us for the next part. And uh, we'll learn more about Apprenticeship University. Angie, thank you for being here with us. Thank you, Dorinda. I appreciate it. All right. We're going to go ahead and pray real quick. Lord, thank you for this time together. Thank you for the way that you provide. Lord, you are so good and so faithful. And we thank you for um, just providing options like this for us, Lord, that are just, and for our kids that are just... um, just so much better than the traditional route for so many kids. And so I just uh, pray that as moms are listening, that you would give them wisdom, um, help them to catch a vision for maybe just thinking outside the box and considering things they might not have otherwise. And so we just thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.